0: Hi everyone, I'm Julie Alba I'm host of Wedding Market Live and today we have a great show in store with Donnie Brown and Marie Cuban from the founder of Rent My Wedding. <laughs> I'm so glad she is uh, joining us today along with celebrity wedding planner Donnie Brown. We'll be taking questions from our audience uh, and they can submit questions on Facebook, including our live audience. So, But before we uh, get Donnie Brown on here, we're going to talk to Marie mm-hmm. about Rent
1: my wedding. Yes, well thank you so much for having me Julie, I'm excited to be here. Yes, I'm so glad that you came. Now how did you get involved
0: in Rent My Wedding?
1: Well um, I guess first let me tell you what it is. So uh, Rent My Wedding is a nationwide online event rental company. So the way it works is that clients order their rental products online and we ship everything right to their door after the event. They put everything back in the same box and um, just send it back to us using a prepaid return label and shipping is free both ways nationwide. So, so that's how the company works. Now, I got involved, actually um, started the company while planning my own wedding. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, and I have to admit, you know, planning my wedding, it was overwhelming. So <laughs> <laughs> there were just, there are so many vendors and, um, you know, calling to find out pricing and going in person to visit the vendors. And um, really, it was truly overwhelming. And I thought to myself, you know, I love online shopping and so I'm just used to a click of a button and I order whatever I need and it, you know, shows up at my door. So I kept thinking to myself, you know, mm-hmm. why don't we have this in the wedding industry? So that's what really sparked the idea for the company. So I said, you know, let's get rental products online and just have a one-stop shop where you can order everything that you need for your wedding um, just with a click of a button. You know, it's amazing to me how many businesses in the wedding industry are started by brides or couples working on their own wedding. (laughs) It's true. And And, you know, I think it's interesting because you truly know what it's like to be in your client's shoes. There's no better way. So, um, for me, that's been amazing just to know what it's like to be the client and then try to build the entire business around those needs and wants. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, what are some of the products um, that you offer?
1: Well, we offer a wide variety of decor rentals, so um, we do a lot of event lighting, so everything from up lighting to gobo monogram lighting. Um, we do pin spotting for cakes and centerpieces, uh, special effects lighting, so really any type of lighting you can imagine, we have it. And uh, we also do linens, uh, backdrops, canopies, and photo booths. Wow, that's a wide range of things that you do. Absolutely, and we're always adding more products again with that idea that it could just be a one-stop shop for everything you need for your wedding. Mm -hmm.
0: Now what are some of the top uh, wedding trends you're seeing for
1: 2017 as far as rental items? That's a good question. So as far as rental trends, um, three big ones that really stand out. So number one would be a digital photo booth. Um, Another trend, of course, is lighting. And then a third trend we're seeing is actually um, reception canopies. So um, so let me talk about each of those, I guess. Um, so photo booths, of course, we all know photo booths. They've been around for ages. Um, but what's different this year is that brides are completely ditching the printed photo strip. So instead they're going with totally digital photo booths. And um, you know, people love this because at the end of the day, all the guests really want to do is post that image on Facebook or Instagram. So the digital photo booth is perfect for today's guests and um, the other great thing is that there's so much fun you can have with it thanks to technology. So mm-hmm. um, it's not just posting a photo on Facebook, it's also taking a short movie or creating an animated picture, or even um, we have a boomerang photo booth coming out soon, which um, incorporates the new trend in Instagram with mm-hmm. the boomerang. So, yeah,
0: I really, I'm, I'm. I would be really fond of <laughs> that in my pocket.
1: So, so, yeah, so that's what we're seeing with photo booth trends. Um, to touch on some of the others, so lighting, of course, you know, everyone loves lighting. And what's different this year is that, um, you know, thanks to new technology, lighting is becoming more affordable. Mm-hmm. It's also becoming more user friendly. So. Mm-hmm. Previously, you know, lighting was only used for the really extravagant weddings, um, the ones that Donnie is going to be telling you about (laughs) in a few minutes. So um, what's different now is that because the pricing has come down on lighting, it's now accessible to brides and grooms on a wide variety of budgets. So I think we'll be seeing lighting at all types of weddings, um, no matter the budget this year.
0: Yeah, because I think a lot of times, you know, when brides think of lighting, we're thinking really techie. And sometimes people are not really into the techie. And so when I've seen the videos that you had, you made it really simple in setting up the lighting. Whether it's for, I guess it was the cake table or the monogram. it was really simple and it was like almost two or three steps.
1: That's right, exactly. So all of our products, I know when you first hear about it, lighting, it sounds very, you know, Overwhelming. It sounds like you should have experience, but the great thing is that we've actually taken a look, and um, for the most part, we either redesign existing products or we develop our own to make them super user friendly, so that literally anyone can set them up. There is no experience required. And um, you know, uplighting, for example, is something that totally transforms a venue. It can um, transform it from just your basic ballroom into a beautiful high-end looking wedding reception and what's amazing is that to set up lighting it's just a matter of taking this little light fixture and you just set it on the ground up against the wall and you just push a button to pick any color that you want so literally it takes you know 15 seconds to set up your lighting for each one
0: now how many different colors i mean is it
1: how many colors can you do It's unlimited. That's the best part. So you can literally match your color to just about any shade. So, um, you know, you'll get a remote control, you can just play around with the colors on there, and you can color match it exactly to the shade that you need. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: now you also have a, a magazine that's going to be launching here soon with a lot of industry leaders. Now can you yes. tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, we're very excited about the magazine. So um, Rent My Wedding magazine launches this month and it will feature the top tastemakers in the wedding industry. And we're really excited to get all these experts together, sharing their advice. And our goal is really to just provide a free resource that can help, um, you know, provide some great expert advice from professionals that you can trust.
0: Yeah. Now. Preston Bailey, uh, I guess, is involved. Now, what is some of the articles will he be writing about?
1: Yeah, Preston Bailey is one of our columnists, so he is writing in this issue about how to have a glam wedding. Of course, who better to give that advice? <laughs> and um, we also have some other great experts. Um, there are TV stars from the Food Network who give us some delicious ideas for the cocktail hour and reception. Um, we're also working with... Um, We have uh, international fashion designers, cake designers, all kinds of experts giving you inspiration and advice. And um, of course, Julie, your article is in there as well (laughs) with this really interesting idea of um, using drones for wedding videography. Yes.
0: Uh, For those that don't know it, I actually started in a business as wedding videography, so (laughs) it kind of makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Now. Where will they be able to access, and when will the
1: magazine actually be launched? Well, the magazine launches in two weeks, and in addition to the print copy, you can actually get your free digital edition online. So just go to our website, you can download a copy, it's rentmywedding.com.
0: Okay. Now, is there anything else that you would like to add that maybe we haven't discussed?
1: Well I know we touched a lot on lighting so of course that is one of our very popular items is the lighting Um, but in addition to lighting we do also have some really interesting products so um, pipe and drape is something that is also typically associated with the really high end weddings and we've developed a new system for a portable pipe and drape kit where um, it pops open with a tripod system and crossbars. We have wrinkle free drapes that you can just take out of the box and use instantly with no ironing required. So that's a really, really fun product that um, I think makes it super easy for anyone, again on any budget, to get a gorgeous look. And um, along the same lines, we also have a canopy, which is really cool because again, it's transportable, so it comes in a little canvas bag and you just pop open the tripods and within 10 minutes you can build your own canopy.
0: Wow, that's amazing yeah yeah well thank you so much for coming on today and uh, telling us about the new magazine launch well thank you for
1: having me I really appreciate it Julie yeah thank you and I hope everyone will check us out online it's rentmywedding.com. and now we've got
0: Donnie Brown
2: hi hi Donnie how are you I'm good how are you
0: well I how was your flight coming into Columbus
2: just lovely
0: Um, so we're so excited to have you here today thank you now you started in the industry working for a forest yes like a neighborhood forest can you tell us a little bit how you kind of got into that and
2: well i was i was asked by a family friend to come help out one weekend when i was a kid and Mm -hmm. i helped them uh, and i loved it and it was a lot of fun it was exciting to be a part of somebody's special day and so i just kept doing it and uh, you know who knew that that would take me where it took me i I mean Mm -hmm. i wanted to be a banker i went you know, into finance. I wanted to be in banking. That's just not for me. Creativity, fun, making somebody happy. I was born on Valentine's Day. So clearly I was supposed to do this.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of times people don't know exactly what they want to do when they're in college or what have you. And, and yeah. sometimes you get some different turns along the way. That's
2: exactly right. And you hope that you have an opportunity to land where you're supposed to. Right. And I think I did. Right. Although sometimes I think that I have too many planets in my house of self-undoing by doing this. But, you know, <laughs> I was telling them earlier that every year there's a, an article that comes out in Forbes and it says the top 10 most stressful jobs you can possibly have. And it's always U.S. military, fire, poli- fire police, mm. wedding planner. And it's mm-hmm. true. It's true. You're dealing with something that's so critical. It's somebody's most important day of their life, and nothing else could ever be that important at that time. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. find out later that it wasn't the most important, but...
0: Yeah, so when you worked at the floral shop, when did you decide, okay, I'm going to open a wedding planning company?
2: Well, I evolved. I actually opened my own. I managed a floral business for a few years, and then I ultimately opened my own floral business and okay. so I had that for a while, and it was an upscale floral design gift store, okay. and we even had furniture beds, and I mean, I really did knock it out of the park, but I had a moron for a business partner, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> um, so ultimately, I went out on my own and started doing contract floral work and weddings, mm-hmm. and I started having clients come to me and say, I trust you, I don't trust the wedding planners in this city, I would like for you to handle it, and I fought it and fought it and fought it for the longest time, and eventually I finally started doing it. And then, of course, Style Network came calling, and I even fought, I was still fighting it then. I was like, you know, let me do what I do best. Let me uh-huh. do my floral design and my decor, but they kept saying, wedding planning, wedding planning, and it uh-huh. just kept on going from there. Now we, are, now we have two, two entities. We have the floral decor side and the wedding planning side. Two different operations under two different roofs.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I run the whole thing. Now when you tried out, uh, well, the people kept saying, you know, Donnie for Style mm-hmm. Network. Yep. There was, they originally looked at like 300?
2: 300 wedding planners nationwide. And they wanted them to be in Dallas, L.A., and New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were the three target cities. And they came to Dallas, and they met with 300 people. And all of them kept saying, go, go talk to Donnie Brown, go talk to mm-hmm. Donnie Brown. And so ultimately they did. And they called one day and said, we're interested in you being on this TV show. And I said, well, what is it you want from me? And they said, well, we need to do a screen test. And I said, okay. When? 45 minutes. So oh. I put on a pair of tight pants. I was, a little, I was much thinner then. Okay. Put on a little pair of tight pants and a concho belt and a little tight shirt and you know tried to dress young and hip and they came and they did it and two days later they offered me the role.
0: So what did they have you do in the screen test exactly? What, just
2: what? talk to me. Just an interview like you're doing with me right now but okay. they wanted to okay. just get my personality on camera and okay. so they did yeah. you know, no. and I gave it to them too baby. Now. <laughs> Now,
0: that show ran for uh, quite a a few years. 11
2: seasons, and we did a three-season spinoff called Married Away.
0: Right. Because, I mean, in these days and times in television, 11 years is unheard of. I mean,
2: Grey's Anatomy
0: was what, 12?
2: 12. Uh, Frasier was 11. Friends was 11. You know, Mm -hmm. it happens. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't happen all that often. People, you know, the audience just can't, you can't keep their attention that long. They get tired. And they kept trying to evolve the show and take it to a new place. And in the end, I think that their their thinking that their evolution process was working was actually the undoing of the show. Because it went from being this happy show where there was always a happy ending and the drama happened, but it was organic drama, Mm -hmm. to bringing in wife swap producers who, you know, all they cared about was, making people mad and having screaming, hair-pulling fights.
0: And that's really, I mean, let's face it, it seems like the new television shows have a lot of drama. That's what they woman, want. I, I, I'm i not gonna say what Pacific uh, one show in mind. But I know I mean, what but you're
2: talking about. This
0: woman is like mm-hmm. screaming and yelling yeah. at clients Yeah, in the show.
2: Well I, you can't, I mean look, uh, they offer me shows all the time and I've got a couple that are being marketed that make me look really good, but I have been offered a lot of shows where I could look like a complete jackass and, and uh-huh. I just simply wasn't going to do it because I have a brand to protect and uh-huh. TV is not important to me more than my brand is important to me. That's critical. So I always tell them, if you can come up with a show concept that makes me end up looking good, being the hero of the show, uh-huh. I'll do it any day of the week. But I will not get involved in something where I look like a complete fool. And, you know, one of the shows we're pitching, I actually get to be snarky and funny and a little over the top, but I'm not doing it to a bride.
0: Right. You know, right, right. and I
2: can do that, mm-hmm. but not to a bride.
0: Right. Now, let's kind of go Except
2: into in real life. Oh. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, let's kind of go into maybe some of the, what you are seeing as some of the top wedding trends this year.
2: Well, there's a lot out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for instance, uh, we're talking a lot about gowns right now. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Berto gowns? They're just no, I lovely. There's three of them. I'm just in love with this designer. If you look at the one on the left, I love that because it's actually a two piece. She's getting the gown and the train out of a skirt that's being tied on. And I really like that look. I actually have a bride right now that's purchased something very similar to that. Um, And so what'll happen is, after the wedding, she's got the long gown, the long train. After the ceremony's over, that skirt will just be pulled away, and she'll have a much more party-friendly dress that she doesn't have to change. She's purchasing one gown for the night, but ending up with two looks. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. Um, the one on the right, Lots and Lots of Lace is in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we we got a lot of that from, uh, from Kate in England when she got married, and it's really been translating well to everyone since then. Mm-hmm. Lace is in. I didn't think it would ever come back, and it's come back with a vengeance. Now, whether it'll stay and has staying power, I don't know. That mm-hmm. middle picture that I adore, I mean, that is one of my favorite. Favorite gowns I've ever seen. I love the fitted, uh, the form-fitted style of it. I love the, the appliques over organza because you, it just, it's just so unique and so interesting. And if you've got the body for something like that, I say use it. Because not everybody can do it. But yeah. I, I just think it's, it's extraordinary. I think he's going to a place that really I want to follow.
0: Mm-hmm. And my
2: brides adore it.
0: Yeah. Now, what is, an, I think the next thing we were going to talk about is, uh, what, what is?
2: For lighting. Okay, um, okay. I think event lighting is really wonderful right now because this actually, did. Uh, you knew that I uh, co-chaired the ABC International Conference that was held in Dallas in November. This is one of the pictures from that. My friend uh-huh. Carmen Mesa, do you know Carmen from Florida? Um, from Miami? I don't know
0: if I know her well, but I've heard fan- the name. She's <laughs>
2: fantastic. She and I did all this work. This was a luncheon from that event at the Hotel Adolphus, which we, that we adore. And what I wanted to, why I wanted to show this is because we transformed a, an almond-colored room with frescoes into this. Mm-hmm. And I love the way the lighting takes the chandeliers and casts shadows on the ceiling, mm-hmm. which, which enhances the frescoes even more. And I also love the, the spotlighting that we did to bring the brides the models on the on the stands and mm-hmm. make those focal points of the room. So we're calling that focal point lighting. Oh, and okay. the next slide will show you another lighting technique that we do where if a couple's trying to decide on a color for their wedding, we can go in and we can color the entire thing white and then light it a color to, to enhance the room in color. Now that particular room, I didn't have the other photos, but we changed that room to five different colors throughout the course oh, wow. of the night. So it all went red, it all went blue, it all went uh, uh, amber. We we really did have a lot of fun with it, but you can use white, give a real bridal look when they walk in, it can be all white with white lights. Mm-hmm. And then over the course of the night, you can transition to purple and, and blue and green and amber and red.
0: It's really amazing how lighting can change it and transform a
2: whole room. Totally transforms a room. And it's funny because about 15 years ago, I was dabbling in using event lighting and Brides didn't get it. They were like, there's lights in the venue. Why would I want to rent, pay a lot of money to rent lighting? Um, they, they just they didn't understand, and nobody wanted to budget for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started using the terminology that, uh, and this kind of resonated with women, that lighting was the lipstick of the event. You tell a woman <laughs> that something's the lipstick, they get it. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden we, we're starting to sell lighting and now there's lighting in every city in the country and everybody's doing it and you mm-hmm. wouldn't, and a brides come in and they wouldn't dare have a wedding without lighting now, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just so gr- great how mm-hmm. it's evolved. But there's lots of lighting techniques that we can do from gobos, pattern splashing, you know even moving lighting mm-hmm. during a wedding reception. Anything to make it unique and different.
0: So, what were some of the, what is the other trends that you were, there were some other things that you What did
2: were doing we have about? next? We have uh, floral sculpting, which I like a lot. Now, these are all photos from my events. Um, I love this. I love anything mm-hmm. that's got texture. And you see, that particular room, we're working with a sculpted wall. Uh, it actually brings lighting back into the picture, too, because we were able to take a sculpted wall and light it and mm-hmm. turn it into something entirely different. But I love floral sculpting. The days of the high style, mm-hmm. you know, flowy, splashy, over-the-top floral, I think are gone. I think right now we're getting into something that's a lot more tight and fun and uniform in shapes and sizes. The next picture will show you where we've done a halo. you know. And then if you'll see, we've actually constructed those crystal shower devices to go on the, on the tables to elevate floral. Oh, that's beautiful. So anything you can do to sculpt... And create shapes is just really really popular right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I, I'm trying to remember what are some of the other trends that we were, I knew there were some other pictures. Yeah I no no
2: there's more, there's yeah, more.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, chair dressings. You've heard of chameleon chair, my okay. favorite. Not everybody can afford it. It's it's a little pricey but they're beautiful, and then if you want to add flowers to them, we added some Phalaenopsis orchids to those chairs. Oh, those but those are beautiful. They're really gorgeous chairs. Those are probably $45 landed chair prices, though. okay. Not everybody can afford them, but if you can, and let me tell you something, that completely transforms your reception. Mm-hmm. They're high back, they're comfortable, and how many times have you sat down in a shivari and it creaked? <laughs> or if you had somebody that's a little heavy sitting down and they're like, oh my God, I'm gonna fall out of this thing, those are steel. Mm -hmm. They're solid steel and those cushions are big and thick and comfortable and it's like sitting in a dining room chair I mean, they're really nice. Mm -hmm. And again, they're tall. They've got thousands of different dressings The cushion if you want a skirt the back the legs the frames are all different colors from silver black gold um, Brown you can get a lot of different things and they're extremely versatile. So I like those a lot
1: Um,
2: And then also what was next? Using a restaurant.
1: Oh,
0: yes, I remember that now. If, yes. you love,
2: if you have a restaurant you love, you can always do a restaurant buyout and do your wedding at the restaurant as opposed to a hotel. This is one where we did. It was a, a restaurant called Oak in Dallas. Oh, wow. And the bride and groom, it was their favorite place to eat, and so they wanted to utilize it, and Oak didn't want to cater off-premise. So we bought the place out, and we literally went in and transformed it into this. And I just thought it was... Stunning.
0: Mm-hmm. Now did they, I mean did the restaurant, is that something they typically have done before? For they other have com- not. They have They've not. They've never
2: done it before. And they were thrilled with it. We actually took the bar and put candlescapes all over the bar and the cake was in the center of the bar elevated up with lighting on it. And Wow. We just had a lot of fun and we, we put uh, a video show on a wall with gobos all around it. Mm-hmm. You can do all kinds of crazy things to make things wonderful. Yeah.
0: Now, I don't remember what the next thing. I know I we do. have food trucks. I know it was food <laughs> the trucks. The food <laughs> trucks.
2: This is something we've been doing a lot of. Now, I'm not a big fan, and I know people out there are doing it. They're mm-hmm. doing food truck weddings. I'm not a big fan of it. But what I love about this is we're going through a traditional wedding reception, fully catered. But instead of doing the hotel or the cater do a late-night pass, we're doing food trucks. And what we'll do is we'll pull a food truck up outside like... In-N-Out Burger has mm-hmm. come to, D- to Dallas, and you know it's just awesome. So <laughs> what we'll do is we'll pull an In-N-Out Burger truck up during the reception, and when they come down, we'll have cocktails passed and an In-N-Out Burger truck outside, <laughs> and they can go get a double-double with animal sauce. And it's just, you just have no idea. It's awesome. Yeah. So we're really enjoying this this concept a lot. Uh,
0: every time I go to Vegas, I go to In-N-Out. Yeah. I mean, because we don't have it
2: and it tastes so good, but that burger truck, they cook them with propane, which is different mm-hmm. than what they do in the restaurants. I'm not kidding. It is awesome. I will and I'm a, I diet all the time. I eat really healthy. Uh-huh. So that's really not something I'm going to do very often. But, but when yeah. it happens at a wedding, right. I'm the first one in line. I'm like, back off, bitches. I'm having my In-N-Out animal style right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, uh, going on to... Um, Next. <laughs> I, I know we're done with all the trench now. But, uh, <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> but um, now you're writing a book.
2: I am. I am. So I've been what? writing it for two and a half years. <laughs> um, it's called Stumbling Down the Isle. Everybody I've ever met in the wedding industry for a long, long time has been saying Somebody needs to write a book about all the crazy things that happens. And Mm -hmm. I have the platform in which to do it. And so I started writing. And out of over 3,500 weddings, I've got some stories.
0: Oh, I'm sure you do. And (laughs) so there's some crazy
2: stories. My big conflict has been being able to write it so that brides and grooms don't say, Oh, my God, I can't go to him. He'll tell my stories. Mm -hmm. So I'm very, very careful about basing everything on truth but changing all the facts. Uh, But you're getting the you're getting the information. There's not any story in the book that's not 100 percent true. It's just Mm -hmm. names, dates, locations. Everything's been changed to protect the innocent. Um, Not so innocent. Um, So I've got. I've got great stories right
0: well he's going to tell us some more stories but while i <laughs> have the moment to tell the audience and as well the audience online if you have questions uh for donnie or even um, marie um please submit those on facebook i will be taking a look here to see what your questions are but he's going to tell us some crazy stories oh so. my
2: gosh she wants stories hmm
0: so what is the your favorite story all time gosh i
2: have so many my actual favorite my absolute favorite (laughs) okay this is this is my favorite okay so there was a bride and groom Mm -hmm. they were getting married and they were having their ceremony in a catholic sanctuary with a mile long aisle you know the drill Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um the bride wanted everyone to have candle cups in the audience which, of course, I told her that they would never allow You know how strict the Catholic Church is about what you can and can't do in there. Mm-hmm, I
0: said mm-hmm. they'll
2: never allow it. Well, she got permission somehow to do it. So she, everybody walked in. I thought it was going to be like an AIDS vigil, you know. Everybody has a cup and a candle in their hand. So I, I, said, <laughs> I, I, said, I, I said, okay, fine. So we did them, and we passed them out. And then they had these, you know, it, it, well, they all had their candles. Let's get through that part first. There's two parts to this that's funny. The mother of the, of the groom was this Baptist deacon's wife, prim and proper, perfect nails, perfect dress. Everything was flawless. She goes down the aisle first, of course, with her escort. She gets up to the front and is seated. Then the mother of the bride showed up, who was divorced from the father. She had her hair jacked up and had this long, colorful caftan on and just was like, holy crap. She refused to have an usher take her down the aisle. She wanted to walk by herself. Wow. So she starts down this mile-long aisle, and I have to show you. I have to stand up and show you how she did this, but she walked like this. She went, and she was in these nine-inch <laughs> stilettos, you know? So she's, she's going down the aisle, and all of a sudden, she tripped over her own feet and went to the ground in the middle of the aisle. So before anybody... Did she do
0: anything, did anything happen to her face? Nothing
2: came up, but the mother of the groom, being so magnanimous, she comes jumping up, runs over and helps her to her feet just in time to have the bride's mother give the groom's mother a big, fat, wet kiss in the middle of the Catholic sanctuary. Oh, wow. I have video to prove all this, too. <laughs> so so <laughs> they go and they sit down. Well, the mother of the bride is sitting with her girlfriends because the father won't even talk to her. So um, we had these two little girls that were candle lighters with fairy wings on, big, giant, Feathered fairy wings, which I, was dangerous. But they're going down the aisle with candles, with lighters, and they're lighting the person on the end, and they're passing the flame and going down. And this took forever. But they get to the front row where the mother of the bride was. I don't know what she was on that day, but it wasn't pretty. I can I can only imagine what kind of white powder was in her purse. But anyway, she they got up to her with the light, and and she just sat there staring at the altar, and her her friend. You could see she was nudging her going take the flame so she took the flame and since she's sitting there looking at it like this for a long time and her friend was like pass me the flame so she passed her the flame so when she did she turned it sideways and hot hot wax fell out and hit her on the top of the foot Mm -hmm. and without being completely over the top i will tell you that what she screamed at the top of her lungs was the worst thing you can scream out in a catholic church
0: (gasps) Oh my immortal god. Immortal sin. Was it, and this is on video too, right? It's all
2: on video. Oh yeah. Oh it's my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That's just I, one of the stories in the, in the book.
0: Okay. Now what are your plans? I mean when do you, I mean I know you're still writing it now so. Uh,
2: yeah. It'll be a while. Um, it goes through months of editing and right, photos right, right. and back and forth and then printing and It'll be a while, but when it does come out, I'll make sure you get first crack at it.
0: Okay, I appreciate um, it's that. It's pretty
2: exciting, and we've got a couple of TV shows we're pitching right now that are kind of exciting, and there's a lot of stuff happening, but hopefully soon I'm going to have some some good stuff to show you.
0: Yeah. Now, I am been looking. I know with Facebook sometimes it's kind of hard to see some of the questions, and sure. I know some of them have put questions in, but... My tablet is not cooperating with me on here right now, but um, what maybe I,
2: the interior audience has some questions. I do.
0: I'm uh, a new wedding planner
2: in Dayton. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Starting late in my life
2: doing yeah. this, I'm in
0: my mid-fifties, almost late fifties. But I want to know how do I make myself stand out and make myself unique. Um, in the market and how I stand out from other wedding
2: planners. Well, you need to find out what they're doing and do something better. Uh, and how you do that is to talk to them and talk to everybody around them and talk to everybody else in the industry. You know who knows what the wedding planners are doing? Are the other vendors. The photographers, the, the videographers, the caterers, they all, especially the caterers, they all work with all the other wedding planners. So they know the level of detail that those planners are getting into and how they operate. And they're all too happy to tell you the good stories and the bad. Um, You know, a lot of people tell me that we get involved in the wedding in a way that is unlike everybody else. Most people charge a smaller fee for what they do and they do a smaller job. We, you know, some of our packages get 800 to 1200 man hours of planning time and that's a lot of hours to to plug in but we charge a premium for it uh, but do find out what they're doing and try to do better that's the most important thing and the other thing I'll tell you is get involved in the networking associations put yourself out there I know you're not 20 anymore but you can still do it you can still do it if you want to make a go of it the reason that the Style Network came to me the reason that I'm so well known in Texas is because I volunteered a lot of time to the, the networking associations. I took one of the associations there from an average of 25 people at lunch, these uh, every other month meetings, to 150, 175, 200 people. And it was a place where everybody wanted to be. So I, and I was the, at the epicenter of all that. So when Style came to town, everybody was calling my name because everyone knew me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, my my husband actually said one time, years ago, he said, I tell you what, you know, um, I don't understand why you spend all this time donating your time. And I said, well, one day it'll pay off. And eventually it did.
0: Mm -hmm. It is a lot of work doing networking events and planning and and all of that. It is. It really is. is. Now, I might take one more question. There's somebody else over here that might have a question? Like I said to our... Oh, come
2: on. Somebody's got a question. (laughs) Cough it up.
0: I know you said that
1: um, food truck receptions aren't really your thing maybe for late night snack, but I do have a bride that wants it for her reception, Mm -hmm. and I have not done that before, um, and I'm not sure how to make it flow and make it work right. Do you have any
2: advice on that? Well, obviously, it needs to be a... um, It needs to be a... um, An interior exterior venue because you can't really pull the trucks inside so it needs to be a venue with a with a patio or a terrace or something where the you can go easily go in and out Um, I have seen that done oftentimes when they come to me and ask me about doing food trucks for their wedding reception what I'll do is convince them to do it for their rehearsal dinner that because then they get their food trucks but then they also get the nicer wedding reception that that probably they end up being happy they had. But that's, that's how I would go about that. Make sure you've got a nice patio. There's venues that we work in that have big ballrooms, kitchens, bathrooms, everything inside, but then they have a really beautiful outdoor area that's easy to communicate back and forth. So if you have to go that route, that's what you have to have. Or in a park, which brings up its whole other set of logistic issues. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Johnny, do you want to um, add anything that we haven't talked about?
2: Well, I don't know. Um, follow me. Follow me. I'm everywhere. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. W Donnie Brown everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't care about Pinterest anymore. I hate Pinterest weddings. It irritates me. I'm still there, but I haven't posted anything in a long time.
0: Now, do you have brides to come with come to you and and show you a Pinterest board, or what do you, they do? do you, okay. And you and
2: know what I do with it? I I tell them. Uh, set up a private Pinterest page just for your wedding where nobody else can see it and then you pin all the stuff you want and invite me to it and then obviously every time they pin something it gives me a notification and I said, if it's something that I like I'll I'll like it if it's something I don't like I won't so that's how I kind of get into their head a little bit but I I, I just think that Pinterest weddings are hurting the wedding industry (laughs) Pinterest actually is having a negative impact I thought it was really good for a while because it Mm -hmm. gets people's creative juices flowing. But a lot of brides are trying to do it, you know, DIY. Mm -hmm. And that's just hard. I'm sorry. It's hard.
0: What do you feel about Instagram? Do you like Instagram? I
2: adore Instagram. And I haven't been on it all that long, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you, a little over a year. Um, But I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say Instagram and, and Facebook are my favorites. I like Twitter a lot, and I have a lot of followers on Twitter, but I find that people don't interact on Twitter as much. Um, you know, Sometimes you'll get a bunch of likes on something where people are reading it, but most of the time they just scan right by it. They've got so many people they follow. If they're not there right at the moment you post it, they likely won't see it.
0: Well, I feel that Twitter is more about events, Mm -hmm. and so like we schedule the Twitter chats every mm-hmm. Wednesday and so everybody knows to come on right and it's in really engaging conversation I can't even tell you some of the great conversation but it's like you well, said I've done it with you right right you know. you've done it with us um, but it's got to be
2: scheduled it has to be scheduled. because then they know it, to be there at that time because otherwise right you just have to be it's like being in the right place at the right time if you're there and something passes by then you see it if you're not you are not.
0: right Yeah, I really feel that Twitter is like live events, like, you know, something like this. Yeah, Uh,
2: but just posting, I mean, I post stuff on it, but I don't expect a lot of feedback, but I'll get hundreds of people responding on other other platforms, you Mm -hmm. know, but I do, and, you know, like I said, follow me on those platforms, because I'm always trying to post something fun, and it's not always wedding related. Sometimes it's,
0: Well, you're a football fan.
2: I'm a huge football (laughs) fan. And Tony Romo was released by the Cowboys yesterday. I was so sad. Oh. I know I'm in Ohio. Nobody gives a damn about the Cowboys up here, but I'm a Cowboy fan through and through. I I bleed blue, baby.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, we have more shows scheduled uh, in the near future of a variety of different topics. So uh, stay tuned for more Wedding Market Lives in the future. And uh, that's it for today, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.